0: Welcome to the You Got This podcast featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow him to lead the way, you got this.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome episode of You Got This with your hosts Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. Today is going to be a little bit different episode because I'm going to be doing most sort of the talking with my wife lovely wife is not feeling very well today, but she is with us, and she will say something, but she is not up to doing what she normally does, which is actually being more of a talker. So please bear with me. I'm not used to doing this, but the, we'll get through this together. And this is Season 3, Episode 24, the season finale of Season 3, which is entitled Rise Up. Rise Up to the Kingdom of Living. <clears throat> We're going to be talking about three topics today. What exactly is Kingdom Living? What leads to Kingdom Living? And the results of Kingdom Living. So we're going to get right back into this with Rise Up to the Kingdom of Living.
2: Yes, hello everyone. Um, This is a wonderful episode uh, to end our Season 3 and then bear with us. If we're gone for a few weeks, we're going to be getting our season four together. What is kingdom living? Mark 1, 14 through 15 says, the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God has come near. Have you ever thought about what he meant by that? Simply put, the kingdom of God is where God is and he is with us. He is where we're doing his will. He is where His Glory is being brought to his name. He's in our praises and our faith. Psalm 22.3 says, But you are holy and thrown in the praises of Israel. So what is the kingdom of living? And what does that verse mean? It's when you're living in his presence. When you're praising his name, his presence is there. When you're doing his will, bringing him glory, his presence is there. But kingdom living is so much more than that.
1: <clears throat> exactly. It, it encompasses a lot, and we're going to tie into that uh, how much it is. When you're living in his presence, knowing he is there, and you believe and take him at his word, you will do as he says, you can do for more glory in his name, and you praise and worship him. You feel His presence, known by an overwhelming sense of peace and love that envelops you. That is, that is just a, such a wonderful feeling, knowing that you know you're in presence in the kingdom living of God. How much, how wonderful is that? We we may never know the bounties of His glory, because it, it is just enriched in His riches. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. You will le- you will live in a complete trust and worry free. And fear, even when bad things happen, you live above it. You are totally content in all circumstances. You will know he will help you. He will come through for you and turn things around. This is kingdom living. But you can't put, I'm going to elaborate on this sentence real quick. You can't put a time frame on God. He works in his own perfect timing. We may not think his timing is perfect, but it is for his ultimate glory in the end. Because he knows. You will love him so much after you're done that you'll say, wow, that didn't take long at all. When actuality and your timing may took three or four different years. We just don't know. But you can't put a time frame on. You can't put a time limit on it. You just have to let things work out to what God wants us to do. Continuing on. Philippians four ten to thirteen says you you, but I will but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at least you care for me has flourished again though you surely did care, but lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound everywhere. And all things that I have learned, both to be full and to be hungry. But, but both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. John 1, five fifteen says, And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that he have the petition that we ask him. So this
2: is all part of kingdom living. It means no matter what as that verse was saying it's basically saying that no matter what you're going through you're content remember when the disciples and Jesus were in the boat uh, going across the sea and there was a storm, bad storm raging and Jesus was asleep in the boat he was at rest complete rest the disciples were afraid, but he woke up and he calmed the wind and the storm and he gave them faith. You see, with his Holy Spirit within us, we can be at peace and at complete rest. No matter the storm is going against us, we got a bad doctor's report. We got an unexpected bill that we didn't budget for. Our car broke down and we don't have the money for it. And on and on. But we can be at complete peace and rest knowing, knowing that's going to take care of us. But kingdom living is so much more than that. Kingdom living is being the ambassador of Christ that you were called to be. And just like that said verse said, you know, we believe trust in him when we pray we know that our prayers are going to be answered when you pray like that and you know that he's going to back you up and allow his love to flow through you to others and some deserving some undeserving just as ourselves none of us really are you become a vessel for him to work through when you trust him completely and you're humble obedient all you're wanting to do is bring glory to his name, then he's going to work through you by your complete faith and devotion. He's going to work through you and give you the words to say to pray, to pray for people or words to say to encourage people. He's going to give you the words to say and the things to do to help you lead people to salvation to him and to minister to whatever their needs may be. In Luke 27, he answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So, what does that mean? That when you totally love Him, then you totally trust Him. You know Him. You don't just know of Him. You know Him, and you know His character.
1: Exactly. We we should all know God's character. We read the bible we know exactly who he is and who he where he came from and know that he will save us ultimately we all should know that also planet earth is not our resting place our resting place if we choose to do so is in heaven continuing on mostly assuredly i say to you he who believes in me that works that i do he will also do he do also and greater works Then these he will do. John 14, 12. So, what does
2: that mean? What does that verse really mean? That means whatever the Holy Spirit was doing, whatever Jesus was doing on earth, and healing and people laying hands on people and they were healed. Speaking to people and they just understood. What is He said, you will do greater works than these. What does that verse actually
1: mean? Well, what it actually means is, with his help, we can accomplish anything. I mean, look at David. He fought a 22-story dude, which I know that's an exaggeration, but the point is, he, he was 10 times bigger than David, and he took him out with a slingshot of all things. And look at Moses. He, with the help of God, parted the Red Sea and freed the people of Egypt, although that was a task in itself because the people of Egypt were complete and total idiots, had no idea that they were being freed in the first place. But look also, he, he uh, softened Pharaoh's heart, although it took over nine 400 years to do so, but he still did it. But we also have to remember, we have free will, free choice. And I don't know why we would choose to disobey God for it beyond, beyond my comprehension, but people seem to do so. But in the end, God knows that we will all, we will ultimately do what he asks of us. Pure and simple. And we may fight us, just like uh, Noah's Ark. Noah fought him for a little bit before he actually did build the Ark. Because everybody thought he was nuts. He was listening to mankind instead of listening to God. But uh, ultimately, in the end, God knows we will do the right thing. And that's all it is. That's what kingdom living is. Finally, in the end, doing what God asks us, us to do, and that's it. Just like kids and their parents. Parents give kids an orders, and now it's at the end. They don't do it first, but they will actually do it in the end. Moving on, we're going to play a song real quick uh, called Cat, by Casting Crowns, um, Voice of Truth by Casting Crowns, and we'll be right back to finish this discussion right after this.
0: To climb out of this boat and then Under the crashing waves To step out of my comfort zone Into the realm of the unknown Where Jesus is And is holding out his hand But the waves are calling out my name And they laugh at me Reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed The ways they keep on telling me Time and time again Boy, you never win You never win But
3: the voice of truth Tells me a different story The voice of truth Says do not be afraid And the voice of truth To me, I will choose to listen and believe the voice of the truth.
0: Oh what I would do to have the kind of strength it takes to stand before a giant. Was just a sling and a stone Surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors Shaking in their armor Wishing they'd have had the strength to stand But the giant's calling out my name And he laughs at me Reminding me of all the times I've Tried before and failed The giant keeps on telling me Time and time again, boy, you'll never win, you'll never win. But the voice of truth
3: tells me a different story. The voice of truth says do not be afraid. And the voice of truth says this is for my Choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. I will listen and believe, I will listen and
1: Hey guys, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song by Casting Crowns, "Voice of Truth." We're going to continue on with what the to topic number two. What leads to kingdom living? It is hard when life hits us in all directions; it tears at our hearts. But but also grow. We grow spiritually and learn to rely on the Holy Spirit. We can do anything and receive strength, love, direction, hope, joy, and peace to endure. Becoming intimate with Him helps you grow in your faith and confidence. Ephesians 3.16 says that we would grant you according to the riches of glory and to be strengthened with the might by His Spirit in the inner man. That's talking about if you take the Spirit, Holy Spirit as you choose, you can be strengthened like you've never been strengthened before and you will receive riches of glory like you've never seen before. Romans 15.13 says, May God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I think that's pretty self-explanatory right there, don't you, folks? And finally, Psalms 145, 13 and 14 says, The Lord is faithful to all his promises and towards, loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all who fall and lifts up the, uh, who are bowed down. So
2: this is t- just taking God at his word and knowing that he's going to back you up. So when he leads you to pray for somebody, even someone who's praying for healing, he might pray for you. And you can just feel that compassion. If you read through the Bible when he heals somebody, he felt compassion on them. And it's just like you will feel that compassion coming from deep within you. And you know that's the Holy Spirit, that the Lord God is using you as a vessel to heal that person. Or maybe it's, He's giving you words of wisdom as you're praying for him. He's giving you the words to say that's going to encourage them. Or maybe he's given you a, a Bible verse that's going to come to your mind. And it's going to be one that's pertaining to them. That's, those are called words of wisdom. Or he'll give you a word of knowledge that's specific to something that they're concerned about or praying about. And you just trust and you know that that's him. You know that he's going to get that he has your back. If you're going into a situation, maybe it's a situation at work, or maybe it's someone he wants you to, it's it's impossible, you never thought would accept Jesus, but he's inspired you and he's led you to go witness to this person. You know he's going to back you up and give you the words because you're doing it for his glory and not your own. And how does this confidence come? It's just total 100%, 200% confidence in him. How does it come? It comes with becoming intimate with him. And as I said before, it's not just knowing of him. It's knowing him. There's a difference. You can know somebody in passing, but to truly know the person, you have to spend time with him. And Donnie is going to read off some bullet points and verses on how to become intimate with him and get to truly know
1: him. Well, these are three parts to it. Well, if I take that back. Eight parts to it. I'm gonna read read them real quick. to me, see, comes with number one, staying close to him. Now, this is eternal life that you know the only true, only true God and Jesus Christ who you have sent. John 17:3. Know where no here means to know by personal experience, not just know him. It is truly known him and his character. Two, obedience you are willing and obedient you will eat good things of the land isaiah one nineteen. number three read the word blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or set foot on the path of sinners or sit in the sit of mockers but in his delight is in the law of the lord and his law he mediates day and night he is like a tree planted by streams of water yielding its fruit in the season whose leaves do not wither and who prospers and all he does Psalms Psalms 1, 1 and 3 Number 4 Praying your needs your needs. But in talking to him As you would a friend Trusting in what you are praying for Will answer and thank him in advance And continue to ask questions Guidance, listen, conversation is two way Give him time to speak To you, he doesn't rush So you may need to be patient And trust him. Just wait for him be in joyful hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Romans twelve twelve. So
2: that is. You don't have to just go to God when you want to pray for something in your need. He wants you to come to Him for that. But he, if you read in John 1.12, it says to those who receive Him, to those who believe in His name, they are given the right to become children of God. That means relationship. So when you have a relationship with your friend or your spouse, or maybe if you're dating your boyfriend or girlfriend, your relatives, your family members, okay, you do more than just go to ask them for your needs and and stick your hand out, right? You have conversations with them. You go and you spend time with them. This is becoming intimate with God. So praying is so much more than just going to God with your needs. He wants that because when when your prayers are answered, then your faith grows. But he also wants you to come to him in confidence, to just talk to him. But also, take time to sit and listen. Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. So sometimes you just need to sit still in his presence. Put on some praise music. That'll help calm you down. And, and make sure you get alone where you're not going to be bothered and turn your phone off, turn the TV off. And just get alone in his presence because he wants to talk to you. But do you give him time to respond? Because God is not in any rush, so we can't be we can't be in any rush either when we go to him to spend time with him to hear from him or to hear a word from him. David was always going to the Lord and asking him for wisdom and direction. And the one time that he didn't, one time, he paid a hefty price for that. Do you remember that? When they were going out to war and he was king? And he, the king usually went with him, but he didn't this time. Did he ask the Lord about staying back? No, he didn't. And then he got himself into trouble. He committed adultery with us. With Bathsheba. and then he to cover it up he had her husband killed he had him put on the front lines so God wants you to go to him and ask for guidance and direction in your life he wants you to ask him for things but he wants to talk to you and he wants you to just come and talk to him as a friend it says in Proverbs there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother So, he wants that closeness with you. But then also, you know, make sure you're just giving him time to speak to you and you'll know when it's him. He'll speak through a word that you're reading in the Bible at the time, or he'll speak to you in your heart and you'll know by the warmth and a loving peace that comes over your heart. Number five.
1: Number five thankfulness and gratefulness. Rejoice at all times, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in every situation for this is God's will for you, Christ Jesus, First Thessalonians five sixteen and eighteen. Six praise and worship, but you are holy enthroned in the praise of Israel, Psalms twenty three three. Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That is First Second Corinthians three seventeen.
2: So. Remember in your daily life to thank him for the little things, thank him for the big things. Everyone wants to be appreciated. And if we're made in his image, then so does God. And when you praise and worship him, that verse says that he inhabits the praises of his people. So, and where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. You feel his freedom. You feel his complete contentment in your heart. And why would you not want to feel his presence? Always make time to appreciate and thank Him and to praise Him because He is sure worthy of our praise just on His death and resurrection on the cross alone.
1: Number seven, faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who approaches Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Hebrews eleven sixteen. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for. 11.6, I'm sorry, my wife is correcting me, uh, continuing. Now, uh, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Hebrews 11.1. One. Faith makes you believe for a reality. And finally, number eight, confidence in your identity. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He is like a tree planted by the waters that sends, uh, that sends out its roots towards strength. It does not fear when heat comes, and its leaves are always green. It does not worry in year of droughts, nor does it cease to produce fruit. Jeremiah 17, 7-8 Honestly, do we really need to know? Uh, be confident in our identity? God made us who we are. So, why in the world will we will we second guess what our identity is? That, to me is lost as a day is long here I don't get that, but I see so many people confused about who they are and where they come from. We should automatically know if we're anybody that's reading the Bible or anybody that has faith in God, we should already know and be confident in who we are as, as a person and who we are as as, as a human being. That's
2: And when you're confident in who you are, that is kingdom living. Some people do have identity issues, and that's because of all the abuse that they've suffered all their lives. And it takes time for God to heal their heart and open their eyes. Um, And he opened the eyes of their understanding to truly believe who they are. You're not who your past says you are. You're not who that person who abused you says you are. You are who God Almighty says you are. Psalm thirty-three, fifteen says that he fashions our heart individually. That makes you special. And it, it also says in the Gospels, it says that he would leave the 99 to come after the one. So if you're the only one on earth, he would have still came and he would have still died for you. That makes you special. First Peter 2, 9 says that you are a holy people, cho- a chosen people, a royal priesthood. God's own special possession, that makes you special. It even says in in Matthew chapter 6, that even the hairs on your head are numbered. Something so minute as the hairs on your head, and that makes you special. He cares that much about So why do you care what other people say about you? That person that abused you, that's because they got a lot of issues in their heart, and they have need of a lot of prayer. And so they needed to beat up on you or put you down or verbally and mentally and emotionally abuse you to make themselves feel good because they feel that bad about themselves. They need a lot of prayer. So don't believe in what they said. That's coming from the enemy. Every good and perfect gift is from above. It says in the book of James. So believe in who God says you are and don't let that abuse dictate your present and your future. Don't let it give you that shame and that guilt and that low self esteem because that comes from the devil. It does not come from God. God calls you royalty. So be confident in who you are as a child of God. That is kingdom living.
1: And finally, number topic number three: the results of kingdom living. When you live in intimately with the Lord daily. When you live in an intimate relationship with the Lord daily, you get to know Him. That is not just knowing about Him, that is knowing Him, His character, who He is, His love for you, and mankind. When you truly. When you truly. When you truly. When you truly. Okay, I'm sorry, but I was lost my microphone there for a minute. When you truly know Him, you trust Him completely, regardless of your circumstances. You know that. You know that you know that he's always back, always backs you up and comes through for you and answers your prayers. This kind of living gives you authority and is how, as verse John 14, 12 says, that you will do greater things than these, which we just mentioned that first earlier. Matthew 16, 19 says, I will give you the the keys to the kingdom of heaven whenever you, whenever you bind on earth. Will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth, will lose in heaven. The result of kingdom living is walking in the authority of the child of God, and being a true disciple and ambassador of Christ you'll be called to be. This produces fruit for the fruits for the kingdom, and you will be making a difference by the and by by being the hand and feet and voice of the heart of God, and uh, to those who lo- are lost in the world. Kingdom living is also living close to God, abiding in him, trusting him completely without doubt, fear, allowing him to work through you, producing fruits, which is saving souls and ministering to their needs and continuing to give him the glory and praise for it. John 15, 4 and 5 says, Abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you. Unless you abide in me, I am the vine; that you are the branches. He who abides in me, I in him, bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. And that about sums it up. If you have true faith in God, you know without Him you can do nothing. He provides us with everything we need to be His ambassador, to be His voice, to be His uh, ever resident presence on earth. You know, it's just an amazing feeling to know that without Him, we can do nothing. That's why He put us here, because we have a a mission for Him, and we have to complete it. It is our job to complete what He asks us to do. Just like our parents ask us to do something. God's asking us to do the same thing. But we hope you enjoyed this special uh, season finale of You Got This. And we have a few updates for you. My wife just published a couple more books one of which is being released on Monday, June 5th. That is called Faith in Papa's Hands. Check that out uh, on Monday, tomorrow. Check it out. And a reminder, we have Deep Waters Rage, which is the sequel to Deep Waters Within. And also, Her Final Curtain is still out, uh, it's out there as well. And those two books that I just mentioned are going amazingly well through Ingram. So check it out on our website, and, uh, wherever, and wherever books are sold as well. But you can get them anywhere. But check out our website and you'll see everything we also have coming up for you. And uh, our website is, is yournewlifeministry.org. And please follow us on Facebook. We have amassed over 4,600 followers. And we're doing fantastic. So keep on uh, following us and you'll hear more updates as time goes on. And we actually thank you for listening to us. And like I said, be peace- please be patient. We'll take a short break uh, for about a week or so. And we'll be right back with a new season, Season 4. And we'll give you, a new, uh, we'll give you updates on how that's going in the next few days. All right? We'll talk at you later, guys. And always remember, you know you got this when you let God lead the way. Talk to you later, guys. Bye-bye.